Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I have to admit, folks, my mood today is drastically different than what it was 24 hours ago. 24 hours ago, and maybe this was me being a little naive, Maybe it was just a sense of all of the quote-unquote return to normalcy we had with baseball coming back for the weekend, knowing the NBA and the NHL are right around the corner. Like that sense of optimism was there. And look, I, I think that's a good thing. Honestly, I think we all need it. There are enough things to find yourself miserable about. There are enough things to be negative about. So for me, like the return of sports, the return of baseball, put me in a real, real good mood. Today was one of those days, and I think it was because... I was getting reacquainted to getting back on the schedule. I mean, it's something I haven't done now since, what, Memorial Day weekend? So, you know, I got to bed and I woke up at my normal time. I woke up, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and I was like, wow, I'm up way too early. And, of course, I'm waking up and I'm like, all right, I got to go back to bed. I got to work this shift. I got to get back to normal, as they say. And I was dumb enough to, to pick up my phone and scroll through Twitter and scroll through a couple of texts. Big mistake. Because you find out about the outbreak with the Miami Marlins and the amount of players and staff members, an additional six or seven, give or take, that end up getting COVID-19. And the Marlins and the Orioles cancel their game. And because the Marlins just took on the Philadelphia Phillies and the Yankees were scheduled to be in Philadelphia to play the Phils and Girardi and Didi Gregorius, they kind of got to wait it out. So, we did not have Yankee Baseball Monday, which I was very much looking forward to. And am I going to come on a year tonight and say, well, this is it, this is the end of baseball? No, because I think this is, number one, such a fluid situation. Number two, with the amount of money that is at stake, I think they are going to try to do everything in their power to play. I don't know if that's feasible. I don't know if that's practical. But I do believe they are going to try. 
And that's what Rob Manfred told you if you watched any of his interview that was on the MLB Network. We know there are financial ramifications to this. I don't think there's any secret. But baseball is going to try to push through. And it was weird that you had all this news going on, but yet in some cities like Boston, Massachusetts, when we were watching the Mets take on the Boston Red Sox, which we will get to momentarily, watching the Mets game tonight, felt like business as usual in a good way. Watching games, reacting to what you see, all that good stuff. But I think Monday early morning was a reminder to all of us to how fragile a situation this all is. So you know what I did today? I cherished sitting on the couch and watching three, three and a half hours of the Mets taking on a god-awful Red Sox pitching staff. Because there was just something cool. Even with nobody there, even with no ambiance, even with not hearing the uh, normal ballpark sounds that you hear. Something special about watching a ball game at Fenway Park. And I've said it for years. There is no better place to go and watch a ball game. Camden Yards is great. It's got like the old school, new school vibe to it. But I mean, if you're talking history and the bar scene, and like I, I'm kind of feeling that FOMO of not being able to go to a place like Fenway Park because you watch it on TV and it's like, man, I do a whole lot of things to, you know, get up there early, throw down a couple of beverages, get in a ballpark and watch like four hours of baseball. No, I, I said this a few weeks ago. I would pay like four figures without question to go and have like a day at a ballpark, like three, four-hour game, beverages before and after, meal, the whole deal. I would pay about four figures. Obviously, that's not going to be the case this year, but, you know, we can all dare to dream. But it was not the news that I wanted to wake up to, but at least for now, the games roll on. And for the New York Mets, we talked about this yesterday. The Mets in these four games against the Boston Red Sox, they had a chance to go and get fat offensively because... Boston's pitching staff, and I told you guys this yesterday when we were doing a show. You know, I consider myself a pretty dialed-in baseball fan. Play fantasy baseball. I watch a boatload of baseball night in and night out. I had absolutely no idea who the Red Sox starting pitcher was tonight. And then the second guy they brought in, I had no idea. When they brought in Godley, who I remember from the Arizona Diamondbacks, at least I knew who he was. But like the Red Sox were running out guys, it's like, who are these guys? And a buddy of mine who is a diehard Red Sox fan, who I went to Syracuse with, my buddy J-Man, Hyman, um, big Red Sox guy, big poker guy, he texted me too. And he's like, diehard guy, season tickets, the whole deal. He's like, I don't know who these guys are. So what am I getting at? This is a pitching staff the Mets should be able to pound. They had a bad couple of days at City Field offensively. And to the Mets' credit on Monday night, they did exactly what they needed to do against the cast of thousands the Boston Red Sox were running out there. Conforto, who for the first four games of the year, I think we can make the argument, at least for now, he has been the Mets' best hitter up to this point. He starts the proceedings with a home run. It's kind of funny watching a bunch of the bullpen guys celebrate. I think it was Paul Seawalt who ended up getting the ball. He like pretended like he was going to throw it back on the field. I mean, this is the world we live in now. 
This is the way we're watching these games. But Conforto got it going with a bomb. And Ann Alonzo, who did not have a great weekend against the Atlanta Braves, hit an absolute missile into the Green Monster seats. And that's the sort of home run. You're actually glad in a way that there were no fans up in the Green Monster seats because I think the exit velo, for those of you who are into that sort of thing, was like 114. I mean, that ball was just smoked. Line drive, bullet, getting over the wall. Pete Alonso's first home run of the year, taking a daddy hack on a 3-0 changeup. That's exactly what you want Pete Alonso to do. Be aggressive. Get a pitch. Get a pitch you can absolutely destroy. And that's exactly what he did. And then the third home run of the game was off the bat of Dominic Smith. And I know Mike Fliegelman texted me this as we were watching the Mets and the Red Sox. And I think he brought it up, he told me yesterday on Lori's show. I know there are a whole lot of Mets fans who would probably rather see Dominic Smith get everyday playing time on this team as opposed to Robinson Cano. I think we all know there's no way in the world, at least for the first month of the year, that is going to happen. That this brain trust is not going to have the chutzpah to go take Cano's contract and the amount of money he is owed and everything that comes with it and put his rear end on the bench. They are not going to do that. For better or worse, over the first month of this year, Robbie Cano is going to be at second base. Now he's going to hit down the order. At least if there is a silver lining to Cano being in the lineup, he's hitting seventh, he's hitting sixth. That's where he should be hitting. I mean, the idea of trying to slide him up and put him in that three spot was just a total joke. But the Met lineup showed up. Seven runs, that's exactly what you should do to this Red Sox pitching staff. Now I got to give credit to a Met starting pitcher, and you guys have known... Listening to me, last couple of weeks, Syndergaard injury, now with the Stroman injury, I'm very skeptical of the Mets starting staff not named Jacob DeGrom. And Michael Walker is one of those guys who, to me, is a great unknown. He got off to a great start to his big league career with the St. Louis Cardinals, won an LCS MVP. I mean, the first three years of his career, the numbers were quite good. Walk over the last couple of years, figuring it out, injuries, stuff-wise, has been the same guy. He gave the Mets a very solid outing. Five innings of one-run baseball, you were going to take that start after start after start from Michael Walker. And here's the big difference between the Red Sox as a team. Their lineup is still very representative. Bogarts, Devers, who, by the way, looks like he hasn't missed a meal. I mean, Rafael Devers, he looks like a guy who hasn't missed a meal during this quarantine. I mean, he's been pounding him. My goodness. I have another couple of buddies who are Red Sox fans who were uh, sending me the pictures of Devers without a shirt on. Let me tell you, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. But Devers and Bogarts and the great J.D. Martinez, Mitch Moreland, who's a pro, Ben Intendi, who... I loved his first year in the big leagues. I have to admit, he has not progressed and he has not developed the way I thought he was going to develop. But still, you look up and down that Red Sox lineup, they got guys who can swing the bat. They got guys who can hit. The pitching staff's an entirely different subject. That's why I feel really, really good about the Red Sox under. I think it was 30 or 30 and a half wins. They are not going to be a plus 500 team. Not with that schedule. Not with that staff and not in the American League East, but 
Fawaka to hold that lineup to five innings in one-run baseball, I'm cool with that. That's a job well done. But if there is one thing that I would be annoyed about if I were a Mets fan watching this game, the Mets are cruising. Cruising. Six, seven innings. Jason Shreve comes into the game, and you know what? He did his job. Two innings of one-run baseball for Jason Shreve, aside from the homer he gave up, uh, I'm going to live with that. That's what he is. He's the you know, middle-of-the-road, pedestrian, journeyman type of reliever. But when Familia comes into the game, you do not want to be in the position where the following day you're going with a bullpen game. You know Seth Lugo is this incredible weapon coming out of the bullpen. I mean, I can't get enough of Seth Lugo. I think he's a stud. I love the way he approaches his business. I love the way he, like, hones his craft on the mound. Seth Lugo is probably my favorite Met on the team right now. And I'm not a Met fan, but if I had to pick a favorite Met at this point, Lugo's my guy. I love him. I absolutely love him. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. Guy's a stud. But when you got a five-run lead like that, bullpen game, the following day. I don't want to have to see Seth Lugo come into the game and clean up Familia's mess. And unfortunately, that's what happened. Familia put a couple guys on base, ends up giving up a couple runs, and Luis Rojas had no choice because in a 60-game season, you're not going to mess around. You got a chance to go get a win. You go and capitalize and get yourself that win. But in the process, you're using Lugo for what, an inning and a third? Go and tell me that tomorrow, bullpen game rolls around. If it's Peterson, if it's other guys, who knows? But you're not going to have Seth Lugo available. I would be surprised if Lugo was pitching in tomorrow's game. And that bothers me. Because in a bullpen game, I got Seth Lugo going. I could go him and use him for an inning or two. That's a great, great weapon to have. Mets are going to have to figure out here what Lugo's role on this team is going to be. And I know there are a lot of people making the argument now with the rotation depleted that this is the time to build him up, that this is the time to put him in the starting rotation. And do I think that he can handle a rotation? I do. I think his stuff is terrific. I think it's something he definitely wants to do because, listen, money talks. You're a top-flight reliever, a top-flight starter. You do the math. What's Aroldis Chapman making? And what's Garrett Cole making? Different price range, if you know what I mean. I get the temptation of moving Lugo into the rotation. I do. But when I don't have the utmost confidence in Edwin Diaz, and I don't, when... Familia is coming off a dreadful year a season ago. And look, he may turn out to have a bounce back year. I thought he threw the ball really well on Saturday. He did not throw the ball well today. Do you want to have a bullpen in which Diaz and Familia are now being counted upon that much more? I, for one, do not. I think the Mets can make better use of Lugo using him three days a week in a variety of different roles. If he's got to close one day, he can do it. If he's got to set up one day, he can do it. If you want to bridge the gap in the fifth or the sixth innings, if that's a tough part of the order, you can do it. 
I like the versatility of having Lugo in the bullpen that much more. And my sense is the Mets are not going to now all of a sudden get Lugo in a position where they're trying to build him up, ramp him up, and get him in the rotation. But using him tonight, a game in which you have a five-run lead in the eighth inning, that's disappointing. And with some relievers, it doesn't matter nearly as much because if you're a closer that can go on back-to-back days, you say, oh, no big deal. He cleans up the mess. You got to win. You need him for an inning tomorrow. He could go an inning tomorrow. Mets haven't used Seth Luga that way. Maybe it's the partial tear in the UCL. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, he's a starter now transitioning to being a reliever. And that's what he's done these last few years. So they've kind of erred on the side of caution. Using him tonight was a waste. But the lineup showed up. Michael Walker showed up. And at historic Fenway Park, the Red Sox are a team that you should be able to pick on. And that's a team you should be able to score runs against. Met lineup that didn't do a whole lot against Atlanta did exactly that. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.